The Productive Woman, Episode 377. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Well, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. In this episode, we're going to talk about laying a foundation for setting and achieving meaningful goals by identifying the values and principles that truly matter to us. You'll find links to some resources and some additional information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 377. This episode is brought to you by Calm. You know, a, a lot of emotions surface during the holiday season. Happiness, sadness, joy, excitement, stress, and the list goes on. I hope that you'll remember to take time for yourself during this holiday season and make sure you keep your mental wellness in check. One way to do that is by taking a break with Calm. I am really proud and pleased to be partnering with Calm, the number one mental wellness app, to help give you the tools and improve the way you feel. You can use Calm to clear your head with guided daily meditations or improve your focus with Calm's curated music tracks. And as I've mentioned before, drift off to dreamland with Calm's imaginative sleep stories, both for children and for adults. And if you go to calm.com slash TPW, you'll get a limited time offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of programming with new content added every week. Over 100 million people around the world use Calm to help take care of their minds, and I'm happy to say that I'm one of them. And you can be one too. You can sleep more, stress less, and live better with Calm. And remember, for listeners of this podcast, Calm is offering a special limited time promotion of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash tpw. Go to calm, C-A-L-M, calm.com slash tpw for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. Once again, that's calm.com slash tpw. All right, as I mentioned last week, I wanted to spend these final few weeks of the year taking some steps to prepare for a productive new year and sharing some of that with you. For a lot of us, that involves setting goals for the year. And I do want to talk about that process very soon, but I do believe it's important to lay a strong foundation before actually getting into setting specific goals. I think we all know when when people think about productivity, they often think about calendars and to-do lists and project management. And, and all of those things are a big part of what we discuss on this podcast. But there is a big difference between being busy and being productive. True productivity requires a purpose to guide the activity. So it's not just about doing, doing, doing all the time, but is what we're doing 
for a purpose? Is it accomplishing something that's meaningful to us? I believe that in order to be truly productive, it's important to spend our time living a life that we want and maximizing our positive impact on the world around us in whatever way that plays out for us. And to help do that, we have to think about who we are, who we want to be, what kind of life we want to create for ourselves and for those we love. So in this episode, I want to talk a little bit about a process for identifying some priorities and principles to guide our decisions in such a way that our activity on a day-to-day basis and in the long term is consistent with our true values. So that's kind of what I want to talk with you about this week. And it's something that I'm trying to do personally in my own life, uh, a process that I try to do periodically. And I think year end actually is a good time to do that as we, we start to think about and gear up for the coming year. And so there are just some basic steps to a process that I can, I think can help with identifying these values and these guiding principles that will lay that foundation for the goals we set for ourselves in the coming year. And so here are my thoughts on how to do that and what I hope to do myself and what I'm going to be doing. And the first step is to set aside a time when you can be quiet and undisturbed. And it doesn't have to be a long period of time. And maybe you'll do this in a a series of segments of time over the course of a week or so, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes at a time. But find that time, block it out, put it on your calendar and make it a priority to do it. And you're just going to sit down with something to write with and maybe your favorite beverage, if you like coffee or your tea or uh, hot chocolate or whatever it is that you enjoy. Uh, But sit down somewhere where you can have a little bit of time undisturbed. And you're going to spend some time thinking about what matters to you. Or another way to look at it is who you want to be in the world and why. And I, I want you to start journaling about this. And, and I so I think about uh, questions you can ask yourself and ways to sort of frame it so you're not just sitting, staring at a blank page. And so the first thing was maybe to list your values, those things that are important to you, the kind of fundamental principles or truths that you hold about life, about yourself, about the world. When I think about values, Um, The first thoughts that come to mind are character qualities, and I think about people. And so for me, um, guiding principles or guiding values for my life, and and I should preface this with saying... I don't always reflect this and that's, you know, it's uh, something that makes me kind of sad and makes me want to try harder, even at this stage in my life, that I don't always uh, see my actions reflecting what I truly value. But if I'm writing down those character qualities that I value, those those primary principles, uh, it's important to me to act with integrity in every area of my life. It's important to me Uh, to have my life, my actions reflect what my faith teaches me. It's important to me to be as authentic and transparent as I can be in my relationships and my interactions with other people in the world. 
And and I have to, I guess, pause there as I was thinking about this in preparation for this episode and also just, you know, in thinking about this as part of my year-end process, that when I'm being really honest, self-preservation is important to me. And I think that's true for all of us. It's, uh, you know, our species wants to survive and we have this deep-seated um, instinct towards self-preservation. And for most of us, these days, our our life is not in physical danger, but our minds don't always distinguish between physical danger and emotional danger. And I recognize that uh, in myself, that sometimes that instinct towards self-preservation conflicts with my desire to be open and authentic and transparent with people. Because you know, I want people to like me. I know that's human nature. The intellectual part of me knows that that is part of our instinct for survival is to be a part of a tribe, to have other people in our tribe who like us and who want us to be around. And, you know, we could get into a whole thing about that. But I just throw that out there that while I value authenticity and transparency to be real with other people, that's sometimes very hard for me because I uh, fear that people, if they see who I really am, won't like me, you know? So uh, it's just a thought that came to me as I was kind of working through this process myself and thinking about, all right, how do I overcome that impulse to sort of pretend to uh, protect myself by not letting people all the way in? Anyway, Maybe that's a topic for another day, but I do value authenticity and transparency. It is important to me to be kind. It is important to me to notice other people and their needs and to do what I can to help. How that plays out in my everyday life is an interesting thing because I have this job that takes up a great deal of my time, my law practice. And sometimes I feel like that's conflicting with my desire to uh, reach out and, and be a support and a help to other people. Uh, so anyway, we'll get into that more in the next week or two as we talk about setting goals and actually putting these values into action in our life. Um, contribution is important to me. I want to make the world around me better for uh, the people around me, for the people who will come after me. Building community is a value that is important to me. So those are just some of the things as I think about values and priorities, those are things that come to mind for me. And as I said, right now we're just noticing those things and we're maybe writing them down and we're pondering them and how we employ them in our lives, how we set goals that reflect these things will be the topic for uh, next week or the week after. So this is maybe one session of your, if you've got 10 or 15 minutes at a time, spend some time thinking about this and writing down what is important to you. What do you value? What character qualities do you value? The second step in this that I think can help as we're laying this foundation for goal setting is to list and describe the roles you play in life. Or another way to put it is the, the relationships that form your life. Because 
as I've said before, I think for most of us, most often a life that matters matters in relation to other people and whether it's people we know or the the world at large. And so as we think about laying a foundation for the goals that we're going to set for the coming year, it's maybe an easier thing to think about if we kind of break up our life into the various roles that we play, uh, the hats we wear, as it's sometimes put. And so for me, I'm a wife. I'm a mom to adult kids. I'm a grandmother. I am a lawyer, uh, a co-worker uh, with the other lawyers and the paralegals and the people in my firm. I am a citizen of the United States and of the state of Texas and of of the world and of the, the city of Royce City in Texas. I am a friend to some. I'm a podcaster. I am a human being and I am a woman. So those are some of the the roles that I play or the hats that I wear. And what I am going to do, and I haven't gotten to this step in this process yet, but in my notebook that I'm using for this process, I'm going to have a page or a half a page for each of these roles to identify the various places, uh, you know, parts of my life, I guess, that I might want to pay attention to as I'm setting goals. The third step is to sort of combine the first two steps. And so taking into account your personal values that you've identified, start to prioritize these areas of your life. And as you do this, don't forget to make your physical, mental, and emotional health a priority. This is a tricky step, I think, at least for me it is, because I'm not one who believes in ranking the people in your life in some sort of numbered order and saying, you know, it's this first and this second and this third. So that's when I'm talking about prioritizing these areas, I'm not necessarily saying put them in numbered order because I I personally just can't do that. I can't say, you know, Mike is at one point on the list and which kid is in which I have five children, you know, five adult children, and I'm not going to rank them in order. But I think looking at each role or each commitment and thinking how important it is in relation to the others can be helpful as we start to identify goals and where we're going to spend our time and our energy and our attention. We all are juggling multiple roles and multiple goals. And the truth is, sometimes they conflict with each other in terms of their demands for our time, our energy, and our attention. And that's why I think doing this thinking, doing this work about, um, you know, identifying consciously what our values and our priorities are can make a big difference, can be helpful as we make choices on a day-to-day basis about how to, how we decide what to do when. I love this when when we're thinking about prioritizing these various areas, you know, your your spiritual well-being, your your family, your work, your uh, you know, physical health and mental health, whatever however you break them down, it's so valuable to think about those and and in prioritizing them. One concept that's come up, you may have heard of this before, 
uh, from a, an article John Maxwell wrote a while back, and he quoted a commencement address, a university commencement address that was made by Brian Dyson, who was at the time, I guess, CEO of the Coca-Cola company. And in the in his article, Maxwell quotes this speech that Dyson gave, in which Dyson said this, Imagine life as a game in which you are juggling five balls in the air. You name them, work, family, health, friends, and spirit. And you're keeping all of these in the air. And, and so that's what life is like. And so I'm kind of interrupting his speech here. But we're juggling these balls, uh, you know, these various areas of our life. And what Dyson said to this uh, group of uh, students who are graduating from university, he said, you will soon understand that work is a rubber ball. If you drop it, it will bounce back. He goes on to say, but the other four balls, family, health, friends, and spirit are made of glass. If you drop one of these, they will be irrevocably scuffed, marked, nicked, damaged, or even shattered. They will never be the same. And so that image, that analogy of the various roles we play in life has kind of gone viral and lots of people have talked about it. But I think it's a, a, a valuable way to sort of think about the various roles that we play. And in fact, in his article, Maxwell goes on to, to say, after he quotes Dyson, Maxwell says, I love this. Think about it. A glass ball is not only more fragile than a rubber ball, it's also more valuable. Family, health, friends, and spirit are much more valuable than work. It's important to give them higher priority so that they don't get damaged or destroyed. No one goes to his grave wishing that he had worked more. Um, Interesting thought to think about. And I don't think Maxwell or Dyson was saying, and I'm certainly not saying that work doesn't matter and that we shouldn't give it our best and, you know, really make an effort to do well at the, whatever our chosen field is. But there is some truth in the fact that some things, some areas of our life are more fragile than others. And we all have to decide for ourselves. And I encourage you as you think about, you know, you've identified these various roles uh, and relationships in your life which ones are rubber and which ones are glass. If we drop the rubber balls, they'll bounce back. We can recover. If we don't meet a monetary goal, for instance, the world's not going to come to an end. We can, you know, we can recover from that. But the glass balls are more precious and more fragile. And so as you evaluate all those roles and relationships, those things that are important to you, think about for you, which are glass and which are rubber. And when we have to choose where to spend our time, what to let drop, I guess. And we're, that's always going to come. Those times will come when we're going to have to drop something. We can keep in mind that if something has to be dropped, it should be a rubber ball and not a glass one. So just something to think about there. I watched a video 
on goal setting today, and I'll put a link in it. Uh, it was from the Organized Money. Remember, she was our guest on the podcast, and she was talking about creating goals. And she started talking about this concept of rubber balls and glass balls and reminded me that I'd heard of that before. And I really want to think about whether I'm um, paying attention to that in my own life. When I am making choices about what to do with those finite resources of time and energy and attention? Am I taking care of those glass balls? And so to that point, the next step in this process is to answer for each of those roles this question. What kind of a blank do I want to be? So For me, you know, I mentioned the various roles. I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I'm a grandmother, a lawyer, a citizen, a friend, a podcaster, human being. For each of those, I will ask myself, what kind of a wife do I want to be? What kind of a mom do I want to be? What kind of a grandmother? What kind of a lawyer? What kind of a citizen? Uh, And, and, you, you know, you, you understand what I'm saying here. For each role, take the time to ask yourself that question and write down the answers that come to you. Another way to think about this is for each relationship, ask yourself, how do I want this person or these people to remember me when I'm gone? So um, how do I want my children to remember me when I'm gone? How do I want my clients to remember me, my, you know, my legal clients, uh, or the members of the productive woman community. How do I want those people to remember me when I'm gone? What do I want them to say about me? And so those questions can be really helpful in helping you kind of pinpoint what's important to you. And so, so spend some time journaling your thoughts about the, the answers to those questions. And perhaps in some of those most important relationships, maybe spend time journaling your thoughts about what each role or relationship would look like if it was all you want it to be. And in doing this, focus on your part of it, not the other people's part of it. So this exercise isn't about, well, if, you know, if Mike was the perfect husband, if our relationship was perfect, what would Mike do? That's not what I'm asking myself as I think about this at this, you know, as during this year in process. But if our marriage was exactly what I want it to be, what would it look like? What would I do? How would I show up in that relationship? If my uh, relationships with my coworkers was exactly what I want it to be, what would it look like from the perspective of what I would do, how I would show up in that? And so that's something I'm going to be spending a lot of time doing or some time doing, and I invite you to do the same. I know that the first thought that came to my mind as I was just, you know, kind of taking some notes in preparation for this episode is that I want the people in my life, the ones in my family, the people I work with, my clients, uh, the my neighbors, I want those people to feel heard. I want them to know that I care about them as people, not just by my words, not just because I say I care, but by my actions. That was a thought that came to mind as I was thinking about all of this for this episode. And I wrote it down 
because that's something I'm going to be thinking about. If that's what I want, how will I act? What will that look like in my daily actions? And that's something that will come into play in the next step of this, you know, next week and the week after as we talk about setting goals. What am I going to do to accomplish that? Okay, so we've we've identified those values. We've talked about our various roles and relationships, the hats we wear, the balls we're juggling, whatever image you want to use for that. And we've spent some time thinking about what kind of person we want to be in each of those roles or each of those relationships. What do we want to look like? Uh, How do we want to show up? And then the next step is maybe one of the hardest, and that is to honestly evaluate where you are today in each of these areas and write it down. And I, I will admit that this part is really hard for me because when I look closely and allow myself to see it honestly, I know that how I'm using my time and my energy and my attention doesn't always reflect what I say I value most. And the choices I make on a day-to-day basis don't always uh, reflect what I say about the kind of mom or the kind of lawyer or the kind of citizen or whatever I want to be. But The good thing about this is if we can let ourselves be honest about this and do this hard work and this thinking, this isn't about um, beating ourselves up over not measuring up, but it's identifying, okay, here's where I want to be. Here's where I am. The next step in the process that will get us to some concrete goals that we can start to, to take action on is to ask ourselves, how do I get from where I am? to where I want to be? How do I get from the person I am today and the way I'm showing up in the world to that vision that I have now created in my mind of where I want to be and who I want to be in the world? And I think that's where we get into actually incorporating these principles, these values, these priorities into our goals and from there into our day-to-day life. And that's what we're going to talk about more in the next uh, next couple of weeks. The truth is, there are lots of things we could do with our time and our energy and our attention. All those things are finite resources. We get to choose where we spend them. And the truth is that nobody can do everything perfectly all the time, but there is time to do the things that matter most. If you know what those things are for you and you're willing to create a plan to make the time to do those things. And that's, that's what we'll be talking about in the next couple of weeks. I wanted to share, and I will put links in the show notes to some resources that maybe will help you with this process of sort of identifying those values and principles that you want to build your life on and uh, building an intentional life that's based on conscious choices about what matters most to you. One really good resource for this is uh, Michael Hyatt's book, Living Forward, where he has some very good practical and actionable suggestions for creating a personal life plan. A couple of other books that are good resources for this kind of thing are Stephen Covey's wonderful book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. 
And Julie Morgenstern's Time Management from the Inside Out is another. It's been around for ages, but there's some really good stuff in there, questions to kind of ask yourself and get yourself thinking about what matters most of all to you. You know, when we talk about productivity, it's so easy to stay in that mindset of go, go, go all the time. And going is good. Doing is good. Achieving is good. But let's all be sure to remember where it is we want to end up in the end. If we've got a target in mind based on conscious choices about those things that matter most to us, we're more likely to create a life that really is meaningful, a life that matters uh, as we each define it for ourselves. I talked way back in episode 32 about Greg McEwen's book, Essentialism, and I've talked mentioned it many times since then. I encourage you to read or reread that. As you might recall, he describes in Essentialism a way of living that is premised on knowing what matters most to you and then pairing everything else, activities, possessions, obligations, everything else down to the true essentials that help you achieve that life that is based on the values and principles that are most important to you. As he says in the book, um, that is, as Greg McEwen says in the book, Essentialism, the overwhelming reality is we live in a world where almost everything is worthless and a very few things are exceptionally valuable. And the purpose of this process, what I've been trying to get at in this episode, is to identify each of us in her own life, those few things that are exceptionally valuable and consciously recognize those as a foundation and a basis for those steps of of setting goals. It takes time, but it's worth the time to create a life based on the values and priorities most important to you. Uh, Look at where you want to end up and make time to review your priorities from time to time to make sure you're using your time, money, and energy to reach those end goals that really matter. As uh, John Maxwell encourages us in the article that I mentioned before, and I will link to that in the show notes so you can read it for yourself, he encourages us to keep your priorities straight, taking care of your family, your health, your relationships, and your spirit is not a selfish act. It's a sustaining one. And I couldn't agree more. This work, this thinking It takes time, it takes thought, it takes effort, but it is the foundation for the next steps in preparing for the coming year, those steps of setting goals and creating a plan to achieve them. And as I said, we'll talk about that more in the next couple of weeks. But in the meantime, what do you think? I'd love to know, have you identified consciously and intentionally the values and principles that are most important to you? Have you put words to them because often they're just there sort of floating in the background of our mind, but we don't really articulate them. I think this is a great time to do that and ask ourselves, how can I make sure I'm letting those values and principles guide me as I set and work toward my goals? I'd love to hear from you on 
uh, your thoughts about this. You can share your questions or your thoughts and ideas about this topic in the comments section of the show notes for this episode, which you will find at theproductivewoman.com slash 377. Uh, you can also post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page, or if you're a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, um, post something in there and let's let's continue the conversation. As always, if you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, I'm delighted to hear it. You can email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. Uh, I think that's it. Remember, for listeners of the Productive Woman podcast, Calm is offering that special limited time promotion of 40% off their premium subscription. That's the one I have and the one that helps me sleep and and get my thoughts in order. Uh, To learn more about it, go to calm.com slash TPW. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash tpw for 40 percent off unlimited access to their entire library once more that's calm.com slash tpw and i thank calm for supporting the productive woman and that is it for this episode of the productive woman thank you for spending this time with me. I hope you felt like it was worth <laughs> worthwhile time and that you found something in it that's helpful to you. Let me know if you uh, decide to undertake this sort of process and do some of these steps that I've talked about and how it's working for you. I'd love to hear from you about that. I look forward to talking with you again soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter.